Hello and welcome to the Mind Speaks podcast, where if we never speak our minds, we will never know what it is to have a voice that is heard. I am Robert D. Virgson, and I would like to speak my mind today with a message from my spiritual life in Christ. Be steadfast on your course, a six-part series. For many of us we have a spiritual life in Christ where we often find ourselves struggling to keep on a steady course in our walk in Christ. This message is about learning how we can be steadfast on your course, in your walk in Christ, and where in scripture we find the course we are to take, the path we travel, and the destination that path is to take us. This message is about encouraging you to stay on course through scripture knowledge and how to be steadfast on your course. Many of us are followers, and there are those who lead the followers. Yet, God wants us all to be ministers in our walk where he gives us through the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit the many ways we can be ambassadors in Christ in our daily lives, as followers in Christ, and as leaders in Christ. Both are equal in God's eyes, and both receive the same reward when we are steadfast in our course. Let's start this series with part one. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, our Lord Jesus, Son of God, be steadfast on your course. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 14 we the author tells us to be confident and steadfast, for we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. This verse says to the end, to be steadfast to the end, the course we take which is our confidence in Christ. Now the dictionary gives us a definition of course it starts with sequence of events, the progression or development of a sequence of events, especially a development that is normal or expected. Second, period of time, the progression or development of a period of time. Third, direction traveled, the direction or route along which something travels. Four, action chosen, an action or series of actions that somebody decides to take. Our course is our walk in Christ, the sequence of events in our life to which God has willed for us. The period of time are the seasons or ministry to which God has planned for us. These seasons can be short or long, or a lifetime. A moment in God's time frame, yet a day or years in ours. The direction traveled, is what God has promised us, what awaits us for traveling down the road, His will directs us to take, and the action chosen. Is the vision or ministry the will of God reveals to us. Be steadfast in your course, the good works, in the actions chosen by the will of God, the vision God has given you by which he wants you to utilize the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that is to say, when the Holy Spirit has given you a vision and when that vision has been tested, by scripture and prayer, to be true. You are to take the course God directs you to take in unity with the Holy Spirit, the Father, and Jesus Christ our Lord. Now Paul tells us in Ephesians 4 verses 1 through 16, to walk in unity and it speaks of one church with many parts. Ephesians 4 verses 1 to 16. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, to with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, 
3 Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. 4 There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, 5 One Lord, one faith, one baptism, 6 One God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. Spiritual gift 7 But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. 8 Therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and gave gifts to men. 9. Now this, he ascended what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? 10. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, twelve for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, thirteen till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, fourteen that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, 15 but, speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. 16 from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. We are told by Paul, Jesus gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. In this unity are we no longer children tossed to and fro, or children carried about with every wind of doctrine, or tricked by men with deceitful plotting. But through the truth in love, we grow up from being children into adults in Christ, whole of the body, joined and knitted together with our good works, the course we take, the growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Therefore we should be steadfast in our course. Beware that you do not stray from this course lest you stumble or cause others to stumble who might also be called to follow this course. For such division destroy the unity of the body of Christ. Mark 9 verse 42 Jesus warns of offenses but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck, and he were thrown into the sea. God calls us to ministry in a variety of levels pertaining to our maturity of walk in Christ. Now a parent does not ask a child to fill the shoes of an adult to parent in place of that adult, unless that child is ready emotionally, mentally, and physically to babysit a younger sibling. God will not ask us to do the same unless we are ready to fill the shoes of ministry he is calling us. If we are not ready, and we proceed ahead of God's plans for us, we are open to all kinds of obstacles that can cause us to stumble and the worst of these is our fleshy nature putting the horse before the cart. 
Any course of ministry we take under this fleshy nature should be suspect and challenged by what scripture says regarding walking in the flesh and walking in faith. Walking in the Spirit Galatians 5 verses 16 through 26 I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 17 For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. 18 But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. 19 Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, twenty idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, twenty-one envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. 22 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 23 gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. 24 And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. 25 If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. 26 Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Now if we self-examine ourselves, and find the flesh is still working in us, then we must also suspect as to whether the course we desire is directed by our flesh of selfish ambitions, envy, or a conceited opinion of our worth to our fellow man or woman. If so, then before we take the course, and I am of like mind to believe that in God's vision for ministry, there is a preaction of plan to which God gives his vision, knowing and intending for you to challenge the vision through scripture and prayer. Never doubting God's wisdom, but searching scripture to confirm his vision for you. Wanting you to self-evaluate your walk in Christ, and when you should find weakness, that God intends you to deal with it. It is this process that God matures us to take on the full responsibility of his ministry. And through scripture and prayer will this test prepare us to take on that responsibility. Let us pause here and take break while you reflect on that which has been shared here. Reread the scriptures presented in part 1 and certainly as recommended read that which precedes, and follows these scriptures to get further context of what scripture is telling us. Until our next podcast, part 2 of Be Steadfast on Your Course series. Be steadfast on your course in Christ. Stay tuned for future podcasts on social and cultural issues, poetry from the Grey Ghost, that concern how we speak, think, and live. You can find my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and you can also find me on medium.com, wordpress.com, Facebook, Twitter, unsplash.com, viewbug.com, photocrowd.com, just key in the search word Robert D. Virgson. May God bless you, wherever you may be.
This has been an electronically read podcast to present the story in as clear and exact words as possible. I am afraid that my diction and words are not as clear and pronounced as I would wish. Also, it's a novel way to produce the podcast exactly as I have written the script, article, or poetry without stumbling over my words if I read aloud.